the Suggs and Cecilia. That was for Cecilia, who's going to be on next now. For the last eight weeks, every Wednesday, we have been focusing on key communication skills that can help us both in the workplace and in the home. And Communication Matters has covered a variety of topics, including listening, feedback, cross-cultural communications. Today, it's the last of our series of Communication Matters, and we recap on some of those new, those key highlights. Let me welcome my guest, Cecilia, consultant, Cecilia Louis, consultant, coach, trainer, and founder of Video Connect, who joins me in the studio, who thoroughly enjoyed that track that I played. Good afternoon to you. Hi, Sadia. <laughs> <laughs> and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First time I'm seeing you this uh, this uh, this year. Well, yeah. So now, um, yes, I played that track for you. I know some of the lyrics may not be as appropriate, but, you know, it's about confidence. It's about, you know, don't break my heart because it's the end of the program. So I thought you might like it, but it was a bit of a remix, not the original. So I think the original is probably nicer, actually. Always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thank you for that track. I had a good laugh. Okay. Well, that's good. So now, um, the last of Communication Matters, we've had a, a good run in the last sort of eight weeks looking at a variety of subjects. And today, really, what we're doing is um, going back to some of the subjects we looked at and just pulling out some of those highlights. Yeah. Yes, I will do a, a rundown of all the topics and a couple of things, either the really key reminders or something I might have forgotten to uh, mention. So mm -hmm. I'll do a, um, and you're a also rundown doing on all the interpersonal communications too later. Well, you? if you look at it, these are all interpersonal communication mm -hmm. aspect. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and how do we lead by um you know communicating to inspire and to influence and how do we uh be more authentic in our communication um setting boundaries and, and all sort of things and um at the end of uh you know this week i will do a recap on all the links mm -hmm. um i have them on my linkedin so if anybody and anybody who wants to go back they can come on the rthk website and pull all the podcasts mm -hmm. yeah Yep, that's great. So it's all there. So now what we're going to start off with, we're looking at the importance of communication skills in leadership, which we actually started our sessions off with, because I think it was leadership week that week. Yes, it was a very appropriate uh, timing that week. So we uh, talked about the communications, why, why communication skills is something so important to uh, leaders, uh, whether you're you know, manager, uh, parent, or in anybody uh, with a role to lead. So if you think about the key objective of communication, it is to connect, to understand, to collaborate, and to perhaps resolve problems. Um, our communication intention is also important. Why we want to say the things that we want to say. Because communication isn't just opening the tab and let the words come out. Mm, it isn't just uh, <laughs> mere talking. Um, you know, you want to speak so others will listen. So it requires some planning and some thinking. So always check in with yourself, ask yourself why you want to say the things that you want. And as a leader, does what you say has a power to influence and inspire others to do what you are tasked to do? Mm -hmm. So that would be the key reminder mm -hmm. uh, for leadership and communication skills. So next off, uh, we had communication, uh, you know, the listening skills. Why is it important? And I schedule that to be the, at the very top. 
Now, we talked about the importance of active listening, paying attention to not only the words, but also the nonverbal signs. Um, for example, facial expression, the tone, and emotions in our voice, so that you can pick up on the unspoken words. Now, focus and attention are key in listening skills um, because you want to. You know, if you're multitasking or you're distracted, you won't be able to pick up on those important signs. And also removing both the internal and the external noise. Um, internal noise meaning we have um, biases, mm -hmm. assumptions, judgment, um, and, you know, including negative self-talk later mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to touch upon. And then all the external noise in our surrounding. And we also talked about um, the importance of uh, giving someone your full attention when mm. you listen, you mm -hmm. know, not just with your ears, but also your, um, your entire, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, you talked about, we talked about eye contact and how important that is. Because if you're, if you're talking to somebody and your eyes elsewhere, you won't be able to pick up on those uh, nonverbal signs that I just mm. uh, mentioned. So the next one, we talked about boundaries. That's setting parameters around how you want others to speak to you. And are you also reciprocating the same? So being respectful of the way you talk to others. Now, boundaries might be different for each person. So understanding what the other person value. Now, let me give you an example. If someone is, um, their listening or their hearing ability is a little bit weak on one side. Mm -hmm. So they've asked you and they brought that up to your attention. But you, if you're going to dismiss that um, disability mm -hmm. or... Just acknowledging uh, short, it. Yeah, right. just acknowledging right. it and stand on the side. That, because why I said that is my dad has um, a weaker side on one side, mm -hmm. on, on one of his ears. So when I talk, I stand on his better mm -hmm. side so mm -hmm. that, you know, be sure that he can uh, listen to me well. So subtle things like that. Yeah, it's just that's understanding. Also, that's right. And I think, yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got a, a friend too who has a problem with one of her ears. And then when we get together, you know, you have to be considerate as to where you're going to have this meeting, where you're going to talk, because you don't really want to choose a place that's going to be very noisy, because you know that that's going to be disruptive for her. So you try and choose something where you can actually then sit quite close to her and to be able to speak you know that she can see your lips as well as you know just listening to you absolutely it, yeah. it's as you said it's about consideration it's sure. about respect now one thing i didn't um i've got to mention last time was that um why do some people have weak boundaries now if that might be you have a you know ask yourself what are you what are you afraid of losing so when you say weak boundaries, how would they show that to you? Is that something that's just internal within them? Or would they display those weak boundaries somehow? Can you detect those weak, weak um, boundaries? You can. Like if you, if you witness somebody who just doesn't do anything when being talked down to repeatedly, you, you know, you, you will wonder, like, why would she let other people do that to you? So if that's you then ask yourself when you don't speak up or call out people who disrespect you in the way that they talk to you, ask yourself, what are you afraid of losing? Mm -hmm. Is it a job? Mm -hmm. Is it a relationship? Is it an opportunity? And what is the price you're paying for that fear? 
Mm-hmm. So have a have a reflection on that, and um, yeah, and that will be uh, on boundaries. Okay. So next up, we talked about authenticity, being true to who you are, and expressing how you feel and think, not wearing a mask, saying one thing and behaving differently, or saying different things to different people or situations. So being sincere and truthful in our words. Now being authentic, um, the benefits is it helps you build trust and connections and within the realms of relationships that's a key so if you want closer relationships or better staff engagement or engage with um, anybody that's important to you being authentic is important Mm -hmm. now next up is feedback now we all know feedback is valuable and uh, for the purpose of growth and performance whether it's for yourself team or organization the reminder for that is being open and receptive to all comments that come your way about yourself and your work. And um, again, check in with your intention when you're, when you think you have a feedback for somebody else. Right. Like do, must you ways, say, That's right. must, must you say this? What's the benefit, right? Because um, we, many of us have a, a tendency to just be very reactive in our communication. When they see something that don't, quite aligned with their expectations or standards um, they want to be out with that comment so have a have a check in with your intention and ask yourself is it important now one thing I I forgot to mention is it's important to identify people that you can trust um, knowing that they their feedback for you it's going to be truthful Mm -hmm. and constructive Mm -hmm. and also uh, develop um, a sound judgment within yourself so that you can decipher what is valuable feedback and what is not. Right. So that is also key. Now, last we have uh, last week we had uh, cross-cultural communication. Now, in this sense, culture isn't just ethnicity. Um, I'm also referring to all types of differences, whether it's communication approaches, personality, workplace culture, um, school of training, mm-hmm. whether you're an accountant or engineer, we all have a different background. Anything that shapes you in a way in terms of your communication, I suppose. Including our upbringing, yeah, which sure. is, um, you know, different for everybody. Um, and try and adopt an adaptive approach to communicating with others. And again, whether that's culture, personality, preferences, uh, workplace cultures, or even... Um, you know, anything that you can think of. And I think we talked about, um, you know, listening and questioning skills to be the skills that you want to apply in this instance. Mm-hmm. So if you just met somebody that is very different from you, whether it's, um, you know, in terms of ethnicity or they just came from a different sector than you do, um, to understand try to learn how to uh, ask questions Mm -hmm. so that, you know, for the intent of understanding and making connection. When people sense that you have that sincerity uh, to want to understand them, they're more than willing to open 
um, and share themselves. Mm. So I think that's um, about it yeah, on all the six all the topics we covered. Yeah. That's right. That's great. That's a nice summary, actually. I think the key points come out there, and it's just a good refresher. And and in a way, you know, every single one of those things is linked together because I mean, it's good listening skills which will give you an indication of the boundaries, and you know, everything is really hooked together. So that's it's important to understand that that all those skills are part of one. Right. It is. It is. And I, I, uh, I was away uh, in Canada. And uh, let me tell you, I think I had the opportunity to apply all of those <laughs> skills, um, you know, with families, sure. with, um, you know, I, I, I'd say it's tricky when yeah. it comes to family members. So uh, on my way here, I actually, you know, did a little bit of reflection and said to myself, geez, actually, I had an opportunity to apply all those things. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes to communication, it's lifelong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ongoing. And once you get, I think, once you get in the habit of understanding some of these concepts and and just being aware of them, then automatically, I think they do become part of you. That you do become very conscious of them, and and you are aware. I think the key is to developing your uh, awareness and consciousness, sure. so that um, you know you can uh, be able to you know, think on your feet and how to pull together your skills in any environment or situation. Mm -hmm. So now um, you're also moving on to the other half of the topics that we're looking at. There's positive self-talk. So now what's this about? Now, I thought I would um, choose this topic because all the other topics helps us how to communicate, not just externally, but also internally. But positive self-talk especially is our personal dialogue with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be doing all the right things with everybody outside of you, but if that dialogue inside your head mm-hmm. isn't in the right place, nothing mm-hmm. else matters, mm-hmm. right? I mean, all the um, self-criticism, the self-doubts, and the self-sabotage, uh, it's a new year. So, I mean, being kind to ourselves and a, a little bit... Uh, uh, Perhaps you know, being self-compassionate. O- yeah, over. I suppose we are all a little bit overcritical about ourselves and that we get very sensitive if somebody says something, then we think, oh, did I do that right? Oh, my goodness, I shouldn't do that. Or, you know, so it is a matter of perhaps not beating us, ourselves up a little bit, isn't it? I think it's, um, I think it's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, both you and I, um, I, I think it's very normal to have moments. Yeah. Just moments of the self-doubts, <laughs> right? Um, but if you find that those things are kind of holding you back uh, very often, uh, you're spending 80% of the time instead of 20% of the time in that space, then you, you have to kind of reflect on, mm. okay, I think it's time mm. uh, for me to kind of you know, have a shake and, um, you know, if you're, you know, I, I think, I think pessimism and optim, optimism, uh, there's a little bit of genetics ties in. Yeah, yeah. Um, because some people are sort of wired like that. I mean, it's, it's that, that thing of seeing the glass half full or half empty, isn't it? That that kind of attitude just yeah. comes in. Yeah. But I think that voice, certainly, I think everyone goes through that where they hear this voice say, no, you can't do that. No, don't even go there. I think. So it's, it's how do you how do you get it out though? How do you go forward to carry on? It takes training, yeah. and you can absolutely train your mind. And trust me, I've been, I've been okay. there. Yeah. Okay. So it takes time. So you mm-hmm. have to have patience. Um, 
have the will and determination to uh, rise above it. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't doubt that there are people who are very genetically inclined towards mm-hmm. pessimism. And if you're at that point where you feel that you need professional help, then seek it. But otherwise, the majority of people can absolutely learn how to be, um, you know, do away with that negative self-talk. Um, in the new year, I had an opportunity to do um, a session on goal setting and the voices that came out of some, uh, you know, a couple of people in the audience was that, you know, I have all good intention to do something, but then in a voice, that inner voice, you know, I shouldn't apply for that job. I'm not going to get it. Or uh, I'm not as pretty as somebody else. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't I shouldn't even bother. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that you need to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's a new year. It's 2020. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good time to, to start and uh, kind of shed the, the, that habit of uh, negative self-talk. Uh, whenever we catch... You know, you catch yourself saying, we can't, we shouldn't, uh, I'm not good enough, and I don't have the confidence to do a certain things. Like, those are the time. And keeping a journal, like, if you're not sure, if you're not even aware how often you do it, I think keeping a journal would be a good exercise so that you can kind of go back and, and look at some of the things that you say to yourself and how often are you in the um, negative space. Mm. There's good points there. So, I mean, like... Um and other kind of tips on positive self-talk? Obviously, keeping the journal. How about um, right if you, you're starting a conversation, here you are with somebody, and then suddenly you think, oh, you know, it's, it's I suppose, go, you know, how you feel before you walk into that room. How do you kind of psych yourself up? <laughs> you know, um, on my way here, I missed a ride, so I had to walk up to the studio. And then you <laughs> playing that song for me. So that kind of put me... Um, <laughs> you know, in a in a positive mood, in a, a laughing mood. So again, you have to develop ah, that awareness. So that's that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Almost create an atmosphere before, because I think it's a matter of when you psych yourself up, it's preparing yourself for that. Just yeah, you know, it's interesting because you just said that. Like when I do a program, for instance, um, I always try that that first track I put on has to be quite one that I I like, one that can get me sort of in the mood for the, you know, in a very positive mode or whatever. So it's like that track of music really does help. So if you play something you like, and that's something you can have access to now, you've got things on your headphones, you can listen to something, which put put you in a better positive frame of mind. And music has a a profound uh, impact on uh, people's mood. Mm. So do Mm. look into it. And you, um, you know, coming back to tips on how can we get into practicing more uh, positive self-talk? Uh, a few things here. Um, surround yourself. Be mindful of the energy that you surround yourself with, uh, whether it's people or situation. Um, you know, if you feel that you're constantly around negative energy, negative people, try stepping away or keeping a distance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, um, you know, people like our families, like you just have to ask yourself, like, what is this situation doing for me? So uh, positive influence and even get um, positive psychology would be very helpful, helpful space and uh, things to look into. Great. Well, Cecilia, I think we have covered it. It's been a fantastic eight weeks to uh, work with you on this communication matters. Um, out of all of the things, we've only got about 30 seconds now, one 
one if you were to choose one of those things for somebody to start off with what would it be those well that's it. a that's a hard one well i i would have to say positive self-talk it starts with yourself yeah, right absolutely and spare me 10 seconds and i want to extend this huge appreciation for you sadia to give me this opportunity to come to you with a program like this and i've had uh, i've received very positive feedback Brilliant. and um I know that um, it's going to, you know, take me to great place with this program. So thank you very great. much. On Sadia. a positive note, we will now go into Morietta one night in Bangkok. Thank you very thank much, you. Cecilia. Thank you.